Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we answer the question, how do I trust again? This wife went on to say, my husband has done a tremendous job of making changes, but I'm concerned about the what ifs. Mm-hmm. This is something that we hear time and time again when folks write in about trust issues in their marriage, when I'm doing coaching calls. And and the important thing to know from the onset is that rebuilding trust in a marriage always involves two people. It involves the person who broke the trust and it involves the person whose trust was broken. And it's important to know that because you know, just as she was saying, how do I trust again? It's knowing that you've got to get involved in the process, right? So often when trust has been broken, we look at the person who broke the trust and we're like, you have to do this and you have to do that. And here's the laundry list of, of items that you have to do to get my trust back. And the truth is, is that if your trust has been broken, you've got to make a decision that you're going to get in the game when they start changing their behavior, when they start checking those things off the list that you've asked for, you've got to make a decision that you're willing, mm-hmm. that you're willing to re-engage with them because if not, you're staying in this place of fear. Mm-hmm. And I would ask you right now, as you stay in this place of fear, what is your security in holding on to that fear? There's something that you're holding on to. There's something that feels comfortable like, like that cozy blanket, but it's really kind of prickly. Mm-hmm. because it keeps you guessing about what your spouse is doing. It keeps you questioning their actions, but you're getting some type of security from that. And I don't know what that is for you. It, it varies from every person that I've ever worked with, what they're, why they're holding on to that. The second question I would ask you is, what is it costing you to hold on to the past? And I just want to say for us, we've been through this. Oh, yes. We've gone down this road, and so we understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Number one, I had a pornography addiction for 18 years, mm-hmm. brought pornography into our home and not just viewing it, but getting into chat rooms, going down dark roads, not good. So breaking trust, me breaking trust. Again, in another instance, picking up women at bars. This was many, many years ago when we were newly married, probably two years in mm-hmm. at the time. So we understand having gone down this path before and know that it is a path that you can come out of. But what we're sharing here today is truly what we had to do years ago and still to this day at times, because we can, we can still do something that can, can go, Hey, wait a minute. That wasn't the way that this was supposed to go. This is what you, what you said. And so I just want you to know that we've been down this path And to say that we're on the other side of it, Mm -hmm. it's so great. Well, and I just want to add to that, that it hasn't just been around, you know, a sexual nature where trust has been broken in our marriage. I have on my own broken trust in regard to our finances, where I have overspent, where I have had secret spending, where I have played the credit card shuffle game to the point where we had a month where we were short a significant amount of money and I had no choice but to come clean and walk through that type of broken trust because it's not just it's not just physical sexual trust that gets broken. True. 
there are all types of ways to break trust. And, and if your trust has been broken and you're asking yourself, how do I trust again? And you know, what she said here, and it's important, is that her husband has done a tremendous job of making changes. So when you see those new behaviors that your spouse is doing, you have to choose to ex- whether or not you're going to accept them. And that's the key. And too often, we want to hold so tightly to the past mm-hmm. that we don't give ourselves the ability, the option to allow grace and forgiveness to come in. We're holding on so tight to what they did and we're missing the beauty that is happening now. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, and, and Elisa, I think would say the same, a lot of what has happened for me personally is to forget the past. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying, well, Tony, I can't just forget what happened. Yeah, sometimes you do. You have to be able to say it's done. He or she is no longer that person. And I am going to forget. I'm not saying that it's a free pass, clean slate. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but you have to be able to go. They did something, like Elisa even mentioned, with the finances. It hurt us. It put us in a a major bind for a while afterwards. And yet I still forgave her, grace. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. I, I've forgotten about it. And I don't bring it back up now if something goes wrong, if something happens within our cash flow plan or something like that. I don't bring it up to her. We bring it up as a way to give you context to share that you're not alone in these issues of mistrust and trust being broken. The next thing that you need to do is you need to choose to receive love and you need to choose to give love. Right, Because when you put together that checklist, that to-do list of all the things that you want your spouse to do, you're saying, if you love me, and it may be an unconscious thing, if you love me, you'll do all these things. And your spouse is doing all those things and you're like, I'm not, I'm not getting the love. So you have to choose to actually give it. It can't just be your spouse doing all the work and, and they're sitting there going, I'm starving here. You have to choose to step into this place where you're saying, I'm going to acknowledge it. And I'm going to reciprocate it. We're going to learn how to love again. So often I tell couples, you know, think about, think about a tapestry, right? You see the, like in a museum, you see those giant tapestries. What you don't know is that every tapestry has mistakes in it. You can't see it when you're really far away. If you're up close, you can be like, oh yeah, there was that stitch or, or that color is off. It's just like when trust has been broken in your marriage, when you're up close on it, it's going to look like, ah, oh, a glaring mistake as you get perspective, as you start to fill in, as you start to fill in with new actions, new Mm -hmm. stitches, that picture takes shape. And it's still, it's a beautiful picture that has mistakes like we all have made in our lives. Mm, Love it. And as you step into this place, as, as you're learning to trust again, it becomes, it becomes about your mindset. Am I going to look forward Or am I going to hold on to the past? Am I going to tell myself my spouse is actively creating change? I'm going to honor my marriage and my vows by accepting those? Or are you going to keep looking over your shoulder? Because you can't go forward. You can't go into the marriage the two of you desire if you're always looking backward and you're always reliving the past. You can't go anywhere looking backwards. For more information on this topic, check out our best-selling book, The Trust Factor, How to Rebuild Trust in Your Marriage at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash trustfactor.